What is going on, my people? This is your host, your favorite Mexican-American autism uh, gentleman back here. It's been a while. We've been out of the game. Things have been happening the whole time that I haven't been on here, which is the reason why I came back and was short-lived, because life happens. So, basically, let's go ahead and... um. Go back and talk about where we are in life today uh, and kind of just recap, I guess not recap because you have you guys haven't even heard the first cap of where I am in the moment of what has happened since since then. So as I was looking into getting tested for autism in the past, I can say uh, things did not go as planned. Uh, so, I don't know, let's talk. Basically, who wants to put out all their personal business out there? But you know what? I will. About myself, because I want other people who are going through the same thing to hopefully have somebody that they can relate to because they are going through the same thing and uh, they're like, yeah, I'm going through the same thing as that dude. Dang, let's keep up and like, do it all let's all go for it you know i mean where are you going same destination that's awesome let's go at the same time do you have snacks i have snacks what do you want i have trail mix you have beef jerky you can have some of my trail mix i'll give you some of my beef jerky so it'll be cool you know it'll feel like somebody's walking you know i mean and then it won't be so awkward because eventually you'll get to know me. In the beginning, you might feel weird because you're like, I don't know who this Mexican-American is. But it doesn't matter. Anyways, let's go ahead and talk about where we are at. Currently, I am now living in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado, to be exact. Don't want to give any exact exact because that'd be creepy. And I don't know. Not that I have a lot of fans or anything, but maybe, possibly, there could always be a chance that you have one crazy fan that wants to kill you. I don't know. You never know. Life is life, and things happen that are unexpected. And that's pretty much how I ended up here in Denver, Colorado. Anyways. So, as I said, uh, I don't know if anybody remembers from previous episodes, I was talking about how, as a veteran, I was attempting to get tested. And um, I believed I am on the spectrum, the high end. Not that that means anything, because it doesn't mean anything. It's not that it's higher, it just means that maybe my signs... I hide it better compared to other people on the spectrum, if I am on the spectrum, which I tried to get tested, got shot down, of course, and I thought to myself, how am I, oh, and anyways, by the way, I'm sorry to, uh, not, you guys can't see us, but right now my wife is next to me, um, and she is also, uh, she's like co-host if she chooses to be. She, she, uh, maybe she shall grace us with her voice, uh, in, uh, certain topics during this first episode that we are back now. Anyways, 
but just wanted to say hey uh want to say hi baby to everybody say hi say something hello yep that's my wife she has blessed you with her voice so we have a lot of episodes to come uh they will be i'm hoping one episode weekly and if not maybe way more than that in the future but in this moment we are not in an environment where we feel a hundred percent comfortable comfortable anyways so let's go ahead and let's talk let's go back way back this plan not that back i ain't that old but i am old enough now that i can't be in the teenage group at church anymore if I ever if we ever go to church again. Anyways, regardless, let's go ahead. Let's forget about that. Let's go ahead and talk about what where we are now. This is where we're gonna start. So basically, I got irritated. I told the doctor I wanted to get tested for being on the spectrum, but I really wanted to get tested for everything. Kind of got in an argument with the doctor, and she pretty much just ended up telling me that she couldn't help me if I didn't take any pills and she prescribed me pills even though she never told me what they were and when I went home I picked up the prescription anyway because I figured I might as well see what it is that she did prescribe me I went to the pharmacist on base took the pills home and found out that they were for uh bipolar so I had been talking to a doctor that said that that also may be a possibility um so then I thought to myself, I want to get tested. And apparently they said they do not test for that in the state of Arizona with the VA. So I ended up going uh, to Victim's Advocate because I asked I, that I did not want the same doctor again. I did not want some. I wanted to at least try to speak to somebody else and see if it was possible to get tested but in the end, I just wanted to figure out what was going on. Then I wanted to get a full evaluation, and I was kind of pushed away. So I figured I'd go to Victim's Advocate on base. They assured me that I would not have the same doctor. I have another appointment. It was telehealth, online, over video, over the phone, and it ended up being the same doctor. It was not delightful. It was not a great conversation. It was another 20 to 30 minutes of disagreements, and it went nowhere, and nothing happened. Then again, I contacted the victim's advocate, and they told me, what? How did this happen? Wow, we will take care of it, and nothing happened again. I went to the doctor. I had a different doctor, and he asked me, and uh, this is almost verbatim, he said, uh... What do you want from us? Pretty much, why did I even go there? And I said, I want to find out what I am struggling with. I need help. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what happened. I ended up losing my jobs like I have since 2013 because I haven't been able to hold down a job because I know I have issues, but I don't know what they are. They don't have labels. They didn't have labels, but I knew they had something. I knew I had something that was impeding me in life, and I knew I needed help. So, we ended up getting help through the state. I ended up seeing a doctor outside of the VA, and come to find out, they said they're like pretty much diagnosed, diagnosed with a PTSD, 
OCPD, GAD, General Anxiety Disorder, and they said possibly they think it's very likely that I am also bipolar. But they did not want to categorize me or label me as bipolar until they were sure. They said they needed more than one session. I had a full one, like about two to three hour session where they said they were pretty sure, but there's too much things that overlap. So they could not diagnose me officially with bipolar, which who wants to be bipolar? I definitely did not want to be bipolar. And I'm pretty sure I've never heard of anybody say, heck yeah, I hope I'm bipolar. But then I thought about it and I considered it. I studied it, studied it like I usually do. And I don't know if anybody knows the people that have OCPD, obsessive compulsive personality disorder. A lot of us are not very um, enjoyable to be around. And if you don't believe me, you can ask my wife. She knows. Um, but regardless, um, I like to study. I like to know things, and I it's one of my favorite things to do. It's like I put myself through my own little school where I just look up stuff because I want to learn more of whatever topics I want to learn about. And then when I feel like I've learned enough about it, I don't know what to do with what I've learned, that I just move on and learn about something else. That's kind of what I do. Uh, so then I really considered bipolar and thought to myself... Could I really be bipolar? And I looked back at my life and I thought to myself, wow, it really makes sense. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I thought, how could this be? How could I be? Is this why I've been struggling all my life? I don't know. But the doctor told me that if they did, they were going to... They were uh, going to start me on medication with, I thought, if that's what's going to help for me to keep a occupation or a career, then I am willing to do it. Uh, then I was waiting for my next appointment. Then it got canceled. And I waited again another week or two for my next appointment. And it also got canceled. And I couldn't take it anymore. So I thought... um, this is going to be maybe not the best thing to admit, and everybody doesn't want to admit, but I did have suicidal thoughts, which I thought meant that um, in the past, it means that you're going to go do it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go out there and you have all the tools that you're going to use and that you have a plan to go commit suicide. But even if you think about it, then you have suicidal ideations, which means you have suicidal thoughts, which means... Uh, that's enough that maybe you should think about going into a inpatient hospital because anything is better than you ending your life. For anybody who ever thinks about that, uh, please don't commit suicide. I do have a best friend who committed suicide and it's sad. You think about it and you know, and you think about it like if only your friend maybe went to an inpatient. Well, I did. I needed to. I couldn't take it anymore. And I felt like I couldn't live another day. I needed medication or I needed to find out a hundred thousand percent if I did or did not have bipolar. I ended up going in there. It was difficult on my family and my wife and my children. But at the same time, I think it's better for them because I do feel like 
the, a lot of people have their own demons that they have to fight. And if you don't do anything to fight your demons and you let your demons hang around with you, then your family suffers along with you. So you might as well fight those demons because the more you fight your demons, the better it is for your family because the better you are, the better you are for your family and everything just kind of goes together like dominoes. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, let's think. How could we make that make sense? Dominoes. Everything's connected. Please, like if, let's say, if the demons are around you, then the dominoes fall. And everything falls. And we don't want nothing to fall. We want everything to stand. Am I right? Or am I right? We all want to stand together. So, anyways, let's not fall, everybody. Let's stand together. Let's do this. Let's fight life. Fight our demons, whether they be physical or metaphysical or, you know, figuratively speaking. Everybody has demons. Nobody uh, think that I'm crazy. Please. Anyways, <laughs> doesn't matter. Whatever, you know, everybody's got their own opinion. I might be crazy to some people. I might not. Anyways, let's keep going. So I ended up going to this place. Very interesting, if I might say so myself. I submitted myself. I went into a room. And I didn't know what to do. Um, I was kind of waiting to do paperwork. And I was kind of in like a waiting room where there was no way to escape. But I didn't want to escape anyway because I admitted myself anyway. And while I sat there, uh, Marvel Endgame was on. And uh, I thought to myself, okay, well, let's just enjoy Marvel Endgame because I really can't do anything in my life at this moment except wait and enjoy a movie. So that's what I did. And I was just excited that hopefully I'll get help for once and I could find out what is what is wrong with me. Um, they brought in food plates after like four or five hours. I got a nice little tray of something that I don't even remember. I think I remember what it was. It was like little strips of flank steak and something else with it. I don't know what I ate, but I was happy to eat it. And then I got uh, seen by somebody who was, before you get admitted, like a little pre-interview, I guess. I was there for about a week. Uh, long story short, it was a good experience. Met a lot of people that were very similar to me. And come to find out, they were bipolar, a lot of them. And I was very much like them. And I thought to myself, I can't believe there's people like me in the world. Because I've never met people like me. And we all got along. In the beginning, I felt kind of nervous. But with the groups and everything and talking to people and the lunch was pretty good. Um, I ended up feeling like... I joined the club of people that were just like me, and I've never been in a club like that. I was in the chess club for like maybe two weeks, but I only, I've only got to go to one meeting, and then the second meeting, I had to quit because I couldn't get a ride home anymore. And I didn't even know if they were like me or not. But maybe not. Maybe I would have never made it in the chess club anyway. But we'll never know the answer to that, will we? We will not doesn't matter so 
while I was in the inpatient clinic, I lost my vehicular. That is my vehicle. That is my car on four rubber tires that got taken. And apparently, my family couldn't help to make the payment while I was in there because they said that only I should call is what I was told. Or my mother didn't understand them. Which is more likely? Or maybe it was both. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I got mad at the car dealership. Not the car dealership, but the car dealership lending agency. I will not put them on blast. Because maybe they'll try to sue me. So, we don't want to go there now, do we? Anyways. They ended up telling me. I called them. I got angry. Didn't work out. Long story short, we found that it was better to not exist anymore in the state of Arizona. We were getting help by a group that I want to give props to. Um, it's a veteran group that helps uh, veteran families. It is called UMOM. I do not know what UMOM stands for, but it's exactly spelled the way that I just said it, UMOM. And if any veterans out there are having issues and you also have a struggles, maybe in your state, you mom exists and they can help. And they understood that I was going through my stuff, which I've gone through all my life and they've been helping me. And, you know, me and my wife decided it was better. We moved close to my wife's family. So we're currently close to my wife's family. So close that we are sleeping in the room next door. <laughs> and that is my in-laws room. Yay. Who doesn't like living with their in-laws? But they're just helping us out while we get situated in a new state. Denver, Colorado. I am not used to it. I only lived here for like a couple months when I was a teen, uh, younger than a teen. And I'm not sure if I like it. I'm not trying to be a hater here. I just didn't grow up here. And I don't really feel comfortable. But I don't know if that's... I mean, I still think it's a very giant possibility that I am on the spectrum, but I have no way of finding out yet. Um, that is going to be maybe another path that I will be taking in this state that we currently live in. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you everybody for kind of hearing the update of where we are at at the moment. Um, I'm pretty sure I've last time I was on, I think you guys heard... My son's now six months, little cruise, awesome little 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 tubby baby. He looks like that little dinosaur baby. Well, I don't know on what movie that was. You guys probably know what I'm talking about. Uh, super cute. And then my other son's super cute. And my daughter, they're all, my daughter is uh, uh, 11, a little young little, little weirdo, that one. <laughs> Growing up and then. A school over here that's like an elementary slash middle school. But I like that because I know it's way better, I guess. Because it's connected to an elementary school. So now she doesn't feel as old as she did because she felt like she was all cool. You know how kids are. They get to teen. They want to act like they're way older or something. Then who wants their daughter to act like she's older than she is? Nobody. It's scary. I already know I'm already preparing mentally for for the, you know, the battles to come of middle schoolers 
I remember how annoying and difficult I was as a teen. I have no idea how difficult my wife was when she was a teen with her parents. But I was difficult. She thinks I'm difficult now. She should have seen me as a teen. My mother would tell her. I know that. None of my family talks to me anymore. Doesn't matter. Um, you know, maybe they think I'm crazy. Maybe they think because I'm not religious, I don't fit in with their with their stuff anymore. I don't belong in that category. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for the update. Uh, listening and uh, just know we are back. We're going to be talking about random topics and uh, everything. We're just going to keep moving on and everything will be better. Thank you very much and thank you for listening to your favorite Mexican-American autism guy. Thanks. Thanks.